This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. If you ever believed Captain America was on the U.S. Olympic soccer team, if you ever thought that the Winter Soldier was that brace yourselves guy on the internet, and if you've ever wondered just what would a raccoon do with a machine gun, then don't let another week pass you by without tuning in to Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks is your show about all things Marvel, with news, rumors, commentary, and interviews, as well as our weekly recommendations on what to pick up on UConn. Comic Book Day. Yes! We're just like Kevin Bacon. That's Mighty Marvel Geeks, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek, top, geek, top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself, Mike. How you doing? Well, since it is currently nine degrees out here, I am cold. Uh, Yeah, it's supposed to be dropping into the 30s here by Wednesday in the evenings. Right now, I could go for some 30-degree weather. (laughs) You want to relocate to Florida? (laughs) I don't think... I don't know. I love New England, but the winters can be rough. True. I don't miss the... I don't don't miss that part of it. Mm -hmm. I just don't. Um, 
check out the homepage, webegeeks.net. Uh, support our, our 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 affiliates. Also, to support our uh, our partners, Heroes and Villains, and Found Me. I use the code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for fifteen percent off your first purchase. Also, to check out our web store, we've got a. I think we talked about them. Wookie Radio, we are getting ready to add a new baseball and hockey jersey to the mix. We are doing a Mandalorian armor jersey in Weeby Geeks colors. So how about that for you? For you. Sounds cool. Uh, and also to the uh, blue tech jersey, we're going to be updating as well to something newer. So if you want that jersey, get it now. So um, where to begin? I guess we go. At the beginning. I just realized I haven't gotten all the stories up yet mm-hmm. <laughs> on my side because I'm stopped at the Witcher and almost went there. Whereas I want to go with this one first. First. Supposedly, 20th Century Fox is no more as Disney renames the studio. Interesting. Yep. Uh, so don't don't expect to see the classic Fox logo up for too much longer. Uh, it's being reported by Variety that Disney is rebranding the studios that it bought from Fox last year um, as it will become 20th Century Studios. Well, hmm. Fox Searchlight Pictures will is simply Searchlight Pictures. Makes sense. Uh, still more changes to make. On the TV side, no final decisions have been made about monikers of the production units, 20th Century Fox Television and, 20, and Fox 21 Television Studios. Um, but discussions about a possible name change are underway. But no consensus has emerged, according to a source close to the studio. Disney has already started the process to phase out the Fox name. Email addresses have changed for searchlight staffers um, with the Fox.com address replaced with a searchlightpictures.com address. So uh, stopping here in the story, does that surprise you? Not really. I mean, is it an end of an era? Uh, maybe a little bit. I don't know. I mean, it's not really, it's kind of what you expect to happen after, you know, such a thing, such a purchase. Right. Well, I think the next paragraph um, helps clarify it even more. More. Uh, These moves are not shocking. Rupert Murdoch's company is still called Fox Corporation. Right. It was previously 20th Century Fox until the Disney purchase. Uh, continuing to call these movie-producing entities variations of Fox could create brand confusion. Indeed. So before you factor in that, for a lot of people, Fox means Fox News, a channel that has nothing to do with Disney. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, so it's sort of weird to rename something 20th, 20th Century Pictures in the 21st century. Even if those two words were a big part of the original company's identity and famous logo for decades. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. But uh, the simple searchlight pictures makes a lot more sense. Then again, what what else are you going to call it? You can't keep the Fox part if you want to maintain connection to the studio's past, which includes the making of classics like Sound of Music, Alien, Star Wars, Die Hard, and many others. Uh, but you don't have many options. Which I agree. Yeah. So, um, so realistically, they're just dropping Fox. Right. Now, could we potentially see FX, FXX, FXM get re- rebranded? Possibly. Sure. It wouldn't surprise me if it happened. 
because again, too still too close to ties with with Rupert. So of course, Fox Sports is being bought by someone else. Mm. Which I wish Disney got rid of ESPN instead of Fox. Fox Sports and kept the Fox Sports stuff. Um, but that's someone else. The Fox Network still belongs to Murdoch, I believe. I believe so, yeah. It's just all the shows that are on air are going to be, that are produced by Fox Studios is now no. Disney, <laughs> a.k.a. Simpsons and Family Guy. So that's that. I'm I'm shocked it took this long for it to happen. I don't know if it took long for it to happen or just for the news to come out. True. I mean, that could have been something that, that they've been, you know, working on phasing out for a while now. Yeah. but Which I'm sure was probably always the plan. Right. So the question is, is it a bad thing? I don't think so personally, but, you know, I guess that depends on how attached people are to the Fox name. Yeah. But again, it's something you should have been expecting it, you know. Right. Once 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 Disney bought Fox, it's pretty much guaranteed that was going to happen. Right. It's I don't know. And, I mean, ultimately it's it's a name. Sure it's a recognizable name, but you know. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to see how all this plays out. It's going to look weird seeing the logo without the word Fox in it. If yeah, they, if they yeah, keep that. that. Yeah, that will be a little weird. So I was trying to see, too, about like the Orville because I'm like, realized that's supposed to come out this year. It has the, Orville, the Orville is moving to Hulu. Right. But it's coming out a little later. Yeah. Later in the year. Yeah. So, which hopefully they're getting a little bit more budget. So. Hopefully. I love that show. Yeah. So uh, I guess let's move on. All right. Well, um, if you treasure that story, you're going to treasure the next one. <laughs> uh, because uh, it looks like uh, Disney and uh, producer Jerry Bruckheimer are moving ahead with a third movie in the National Treasure franchise. Ooh, about time. Yeah. Uh, with Bad Boys for Life screenwriter Chris Bremner. Tap oh, to write the script. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and Bremner has also signed to write a fourth Bad Boys for Sony with Bruckheimer producing. <sighs> Do we need a Brooke, fourth? fourth? Uh, I don't. I'm not even. I don't even care to see the third. Yeah, next of we're going to that. Never mind. That was Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher who did the Batman's after uh, Timber. Uh, yeah. Okay. With well, Bruckheimer, does that mean we're getting a Lone Ranger too? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> um. Of course, Bruckheimer did produce the three Brad, Bad Boys and the two National Treasures movie. Um, of course, for those who aren't aware, National Treasure uh, stars Nicolas Cage as amateur cryptologist Benjamin Franklin Gates. And uh, the movies did really well, apparently. I think I've only seen the first one, but um, they're pretty popular. And... Um, both films were directed by John Turtletaub. Um, and, of course, in addition to Nicolas Cage, you, they starred Justin Bartha, Diane Kruger, Harvey Keitel, Armando Riesco, and John Voigt. And so in in the uh, annual shareholders meetings at 2000, in 2016 and 2019... 
uh, Bob Iger actually addressed the National Treasure franchise. And uh, he said he knows that Jerry Bruckheimer uh, would like to make a third movie and that the discussions about the film have been going on for a while, probably since 2016. But the film hasn't actually been greenlit yet, according to Bob Iger last year. Right. Uh, but they did. Uh, they've talked about a number of different possibilities for both the creator side and from a timing perspective. But they, he didn't have anything to announce yet. But he did say that he spoke with Jerry Bruckheimer. And he knows that he has passion for the franchise. That's still pretty strong. So basically he said, we love those first two, those two first two films too, but we're not quite there yet. So no, no actual information about when it's when or if it will happen, but right. looks like they're at least interested in doing it. Okay. I, I just be curious to know what do they do? What do you mean? What do they go after? I mean, they did the City of Gold, oh. which was a stretch. The the Declaration of Independence and and the actual treasure was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Um. Well, I'm sure there's probably some kind of folklore they could tap into or something. Or if they want to create a new mythos, sort of like uh, Da Vinci Code. Yeah. yeah say could do. say there was a major treasure tied in with the Lost Colony of Roanoke. Mm, yeah. You tell me. Yeah, they could do something like that. Have them, you know, have them do that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of legends for them to tap into. Yeah. Of course, no word on whether or not um, Nicolas Cage wants to come back. But, you know, I'm sure he probably will. I'm sure he would. Uh, I would love to see the whole cast in general come back. General come back. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I'd just be curious to see what happens. So I apologize. I got distracted trying to help a buddy of mine out with a friend mm-hmm. who wants to go from transferring from a Disney store to coming up to Walt Disney World. So I'm trying to answer quick because I, I don't get a chance to talk to this guy much. So uh, thankfully he's texting. So yeah. it, 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 it's it's definitely testing my multitasking. <laughs> um, but um, so check this out, though. In Star Wars Fallen Order, the newest update, apparently you, you've got photo mode. And you can unlock the orange lightsaber color. Hey, no fair. I know. I got that on a pre-order. I did too. Hey, at least mine says premium content. Yeah, <laughs> mine does too. Yeah. yeah. So if theirs gets it, theirs better not say premium content. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and leave mine premium to content. Yeah. Go back in and, and change the orange up just slightly to give it a little bit more shimmer. Yeah, really. Make mine different. Uh, so the new update's live. Uh, it addresses a few bugs and implements several gameplay improvements uh, and unlocks the limited time pre-order bonuses for all players. Uh, no, fair. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, those that pre-ordered Fallen Order uh, is um, uh, received a special orange lightsaber color. Yes, we did. As well mm-hmm. two hilts for Cal's lightsaber, the Megiddo and the Umbaran, which I would love to see those made for 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 Galaxy's Edge that you could get okay. at uh um uh what you call it at Doc Ondar's. So I, I want to say I use the the Megiddo, and I really love the look of that that saber. Yeah, I used that one for a while. Um, we'll make sure I'm looking at the right saber. Megiddo. 
Like, you know, lightsaber images. Images. Yes. That is the one I've been using, I believe. I believe. Okay, so what's the other one? Uh, the uh, Umbaran? Yeah. Maybe it's the Umbaran I'm using. Umbaran I'm using. I want, I want to say it's the Umbaran. The Umbaran. Because I really like the, the emitter. I think I think it's the Umbaran. Umbaran. Uh, view image. View image. Yeah, I'm using the, the Umbaran saber. And I would love to have that as an actual option. And I would love to see that come in orange. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, um, also, too, pre-ordering also unlocked an exclusive skin for both BD1 and Mantis. Mm-hmm. I had someone send me, um, uh, I guess, at Walmart, they were giving away other a, a code for other premium content. Really? Yeah. And um, it was like another skin and for the ship and BD1. And I think hmm. another shirt. N- no lightsaber content. content. Mm. So, um, so, yeah. Now, all of this is available for players, whether you pre-ordered or not. But I'm guessing if you if you want it, you have to go find it, mm-hmm. like everything else in the game. Whereas if you pre-ordered, uh, we have it now. Right. <laughs> I wonder if Ultra Sabers is going to do uh, the Umbaran as well. I could have sworn I saw some an ad for it or something, but I could be wrong. Because I I think I really do like that saber, that that blade I really like. I don't know how I would see. I would have to take a picture of it for um, to take to if I ever did my saber. Because that would be the other thing I would love to do over at Galaxy's Edge. It'd be like you know I want to do true scavenging. Mm. I like the emitter from this one, but I like the switch from this one, and I like the pommel from this one, and mix and match from all four different. Um, styles of lightsabers. Yeah, really. That would be the one that I would love. That, that that's just me. So that that's that's how I see it. Get, let me have. Let me do that. You know. <laughs> Perhaps they will someday. Perhaps they will. So, but yeah, that's what that's what I would do. Because I I think I would love to go with the like the old Republic style saber, but put the Rancor tooth on the bottom of it, of it mm-hmm. which would be pretty awesome. I like it. So um, then I would still go back in with some leather and do a leather uh, leather wrap on part of it. I know I'm getting I'm getting crazy. <laughs> uh, they have on uh, uh, Ultra Sabers. It's called Fallen Le, hmm. and it looks more like the uh, Magaren or Magino. So that might be what I saw. Yeah. So um, then there's a Manticore. Familiar with that one. Familiar with that one. But they also have to do names that don't don't interfere. Oh yeah, right. Because uh, they're fallen, their normal fallen's black. Where, where the uh, the LE's got more of a copper oranges overlay, like plating. Mm. Uh, there's a crimson fallen too. That's all red. Ooh, ooh, the azure fallen. So where's the green one? Because I, w- I would go green, green. Since my blade color would be green. I don't know. The fallen saber looks pretty decent. I, it's just I'm not a the emitter with the with the double blade extension, the housing thing. I've just never been keen on. You know what I mean? I like it. I I love the look though of the one that's on the uh, on the Umbarn that's got the, got it's almost like a blend of, of Vader meets Kenobi or or, or Luke's first true built mm. you know and I, I when I okay not Vader's but Anakin's 
shields. It's like take the oh, okay, yeah. where it's got the shielding on the one side, but it's still got the full housing look of Kenobi's or or Luke's. That that's but that's just me though. Um. Anyway. Uh, the remainder of the update addresses certain in-game bugs, such as implementing a fix that allows you to use photo mode camera to explode to explode rockets. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, so, uh, according to oh, and this just this update just happened on the fifteenth. Oh, cool. Um, fixes and improvements. We fixed an issue where bounty hunters would sometimes get stuck in Zepho. Not only was photo mode camera able to explode, explode rockets, it could interact with the trigger volumes within the levels that potentially break the game. <laughs> uh, there was a bug that was causing one of the elevators at the last level to have a tendency of disappearing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> <not> <laughs> um, our language <laughs> translations have been updated. <laughs> There was an okay. issue where some text was overlapping in photo mode for specific screen ratios. Uh, the albino Wyshook tactical guide entry w- wasn't appearing at all for, for users. This has now been fixed. And we have fixed Gorgara having a tendency to disappear at specific times on Dothamir. Hmm. Um, and the following pre-order content has now been unlocked for all players. This includes Orange Lightsaber, uh, the Megiddo Campaign Lightsaber Hilt, the Umbaran Campaign Lightsaber Hilt, BD-1 Skin, and uh, Gold Squadron Stinger Mantis Skin. Hmm. I am waiting for um, a few more options to pop up, but there are people... On uh, things called Rebrickit that are putting out instructions on how to build your own BD-1 Lego droid. Oh, really? Yeah. It, with the different screen, with the different skin options. Oh, cool. That is pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah, it is. I would be excited for that. Mm, I might have to check that out. And uh, speaking of that, I did get my Lego Bounty Hunter, or my Lego Mandalorian Battle Pack. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yep. I saw that at Walmart the other day, but I haven't picked it up yet. Dude, pick it up. If you can pick it up, it's a hot commodity. Mm. I'm talking hot commodity. Yeah. I, I think it's being listed as back ordered on uh, on Lego.com. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like I'm going to have to make a trip back to Wally World. <laughs> Home of scum and villainy. <laughs> I love that meme. Walmart. <laughs> The home of the villainous scum and or scum and villainy of the universe. Of the universe. So, um, so yeah, I guess we move right along. All right. Well, <clears throat> there's a little show that came out on Netflix. You might have heard of it. It's called The Witcher. Never heard. Starring. Of it. Henry Cavill. Oh, you should check it out. It's really good. I do need to check uh, it out. That's the sad part. Oh, you, have, you haven't watched it yet? I have not watched it, it yet. It actually it actually is really, really good. Um, yeah, I really love the show. I love it a lot. It's really good. Did I mention it was good? Uh, um, you might have said something about it being decent. So the show is so good, in fact, and, and um, this has actually happened to me. Um, that it, it has made people want to go back and read the books that the show is based on. And um, it certainly has made me want to go back and read the books as well. <clears throat> um, but uh, it might be a little, it might take a little time to do that because uh, right now there is an exceptional de- demand for the books according to the publisher Orbit Books. 
Um, so Orbit Books has announced that they're going to be reprinting over half a million copies of the books wow. in the series. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely become popular. Hey, but you know, that's that's a good thing. Um according to the publisher, uh people are, has started clamoring for the books uh last year before the show had even launched, but since the show came out in December, sales have been phenomenal. Um with fans buying print books, ebooks, and audiobooks. Mm, I might have to check out the audiobooks. So there are currently eight books in the series, including the short story collections The Last Witch and Sword of Destiny, the five-volume Witcher Saga, and the prequel The Season of Storms. Um, And what's really kind of cool is uh, Orbit Books actually has on their website a page that tells you the the best order to read the books in, in case you want to do it, you know, the correct way, the way it was meant to be. But you can also read them any way you choose if you want to be a rebel. <laughs> rebel scum. <laughs> um, and of course, the star of the show, Henry Cavill, uh, not only is he a star of the show, but he is actually a huge fan of the books and the video games. And in fact, in a recent interview, he revealed that his favorite books are The Lost Wish because it because it hooked me, broke my heart, put it together and then broke it again. And Lady of the Lake, because all its events are unbelievable. So there you go. If you enjoy the show, check out the books. I certainly plan to. Cool, cool. That little handy reading guide is pretty good, too. Yeah, well, just remember, hey, after midnight, don't feed. Keep them away from sunlight. No, keep them away from water. Yeah. Um, and I forgot the third one, but it's okay. Because I'm sure we're going to get reminded in Gremlins, Secrets of the Mogwai. Um, which is an HBO Max animated prequel series that's set for 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's a treat them like vampires, avoid beaches and baths, and put them on a diet like they're going for a procedure next next morning. So, yeah, keep them out of the sun, avoid water, don't feed after midnight. Midnight. Oh, what time the next morning is it okay to feed them since it's after midnight? You know. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? My my uh, Studio One crashed. Uh, oh, I'm wondering if that's the issue I've got going. Is I may have an update. Um, Mugwai is don't don't expose them to the sun. Mm-hmm. Avoid water. Mm-hmm. Don't feed them after midnight. midnight. So when is it safe to feed them then? One o'clock in the morning. That's at eleven fifty nine. But they gotta be done chewing in that minute. That's right. <laughs> um. Six o'clock in the morning? I mean, when does this reset where it's safe to feed them again? Sunrise? Okay. Maybe. But it's okay to feed them after the sun goes down, just not at midnight? Hey, if you want to get technical about the rules. (laughs) I do. Because what if I'm here in Florida? Yeah, what time zone? And I'm in the panhandle. And I'm in Tallahassee, which is eastern time zone. And I drive the 45 minutes at 11 at, and I hit central time zone at 1158. (laughs) Cross into the central time zone at 1158, automatically becoming 1058. And I feed my mugwai. Am I going to have a problem? Because mugwai thinks we're still in the eastern time zone. How do the time zones work exactly? Yeah. (laughs) 
So, um, maybe, maybe that's not a hard rule. Maybe it's just kind of a suggestion. It should be. You can only feed them in sunlight hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once the sun goes down, you're done. Mm-hmm. But, um, maybe this is one of the questions that we get answered in in the HBO Max's upcoming animated series. Uh, while the series won't be available when Warner Media's Warner. streaming service goes live in a few months, really, it's that soon? Mm-hmm. And why haven't we heard anything about it? I've been hearing a little bit about it. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, we just know that the show's going to be taking place in 20, or is coming out in 2021. 2021. So, I'm excited. Uh, here's a brief synopsis. In the animated te- television da- adaptation, we travel back to 1920s Shanghai to reveal how the story of how 10-year-old Sam Wing, future shop owner of Mr. Wing in the 1984 movie, met the Mugwire called Gizmo. Along with a teenage street thief named Ellie, Sam and Gizmo take a perilous journey through the Chinese countryside, encountering and sometimes battling colorful mi- monsters and spirits from Chinese folklore. On their quest, to, on their quest to return Gizmo to his family and uncover a legendary treasure. So that's what happens. Nick Cage and the rest of the gang go back in time to help Mr. Wing or Sam Wing. Um. They are pursued by power-hungry industrialists and his growing army of evil gremlins. There's only one thing we can say about that. You want to calm your stomach down? We're recording here. All right. So um, the series is going to be produced by Amblin Television in association with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. So I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, it certainly sounds interesting. So, um, yeah, uh, I would say at this point in time, let's move on to yet another streaming show. Well, not actually sure if this is going to be a show or a movie, but this 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 sounds kind of interesting as well. I'm I'm kind of intrigued by this. So there are two classics, Alice in Wonderland and Wizard of Oz, and they are both public domain properties, uh-huh. which means anybody can do anything with them. So Netflix is bringing together the two main characters from those separate worlds to create a new and unique story. Oh, it is a film. <laughs> uh, so the, the film project is is being called Dorothy and Alice, and it will see the two characters team up for a quote, fantasy adventure epic. <clears throat> so the story follows Dorothy, who is sent to a home for girls after experiencing terrible nightmares. And at this home, she meets Alice. Um, so Netflix has hired Anna Klassen to write the script, which was previously worked on by Justin Mertz. And Anna confirmed that news on Twitter, saying, The Cheshire Cat is out of the bag. I'm writing Dorothy and Alice for Netflix. A fantasy adventure epic. I grew up reading these books, and this project has endless has been endlessly fun to craft. To reinvent treasured characters and explore the worlds I wanted to inhabit as a kid. So, <clears throat> the official synopsis says... The original script found Dorothy Gale haunted by nightmares of Oz's impending destruction. Sent to a home for others like her who experienced troubling vivid dreams, she soon befriends Alice, a mysterious girl 
who involves her in a perilous quest to not only save the worlds of imagination, but the world as we know it. I think we've talked about this briefly before, that this show was coming. I don't recall talking about it before. I remember, I don't don't know who who discussed this with. I know I've discussed this with someone. Well, apparently since... And this is a pretty cool idea. It is. But apparently the plot has actually changed from what from what I just read. Uh, and Klassen would be taking the project in a different direction. But there's no word on what that different direction will be. Okay. So hopefully it will still be something really cool. Because I, I like the idea of that, having them putting them together. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. Now, as you scroll down on this, did you see the... Uh, the the picture of screenshot from the 1933 film. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Tell you what they look like. A little bit like Robert England when he was Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Your Studio One acting up again. My Studio One crashed again. <laughs> I wonder if we got updates. I don't see an update uh, notification. I just updated mine not that long ago. Yeah, but the big uh, musician, it's called NAM, NAM show. It's it's a bit, it's where a lot of the entertainment companies go for music. Mm. For, they all introduce new stuff. And if there's new update, they could have dropped a new update this weekend for mm-hmm. uh, Studio One. Anywho. I was going to say, Tweedledee, Tweedledum almost look like Robert England as Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kind of do. And speaking of Robert England, uh, Travel Channel horror, uh, has a horror series with him starring, uh, and it gets a premiere date. It's called True Terror with Robert England. Ooh. It's a six-part docuseries that will take horror fans through new adventures. Um, and they're going to be taking stories ripped from the headlines and retelling them to a whole new audience. Hmm. Uh, the Robert England host of show was previously announced last April of 2019. Uh, it was revealed last year that it would be a six-part docu-series. Um, but now, where is where? Um, it is uh, going to air March 18th. Hmm. So um, it's, it's going to be coming on at 10 p.m. Uh, that sounds quite intriguing. Yeah. This is... Um, the story begins with a North Carolina storekeeper who's tormented by a prolific countdown to his doom. <laughs> Did he will his own fate, or was there a higher power at play? Then a New Orleans teenager finds himself literally trapped inside of a walking of a waking nightmare. Oh. Uh, and then finally, an Atlanta police station becomes a battleground for a killer and a vengeful spirit. <laughs> so this sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it sounds it like this would be up Chris's alley. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have uh, to tell him about it. <laughs> So in March, I'm I'm expecting to hear a full blown, um, full blown thing. So, because um, the question is, it is is it going to be Amazoning? Oh, wait, it didn't oh, wait. come out right. Will it be surprising? Like 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 rings? <laughs> I know that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try that one again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to commit a murder. Have you Have you seen Zombieland? Double tap. I have. Yes. Okay. So you know what I mean by murdering. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that term. <laughs> <laughs> we mur- um, we murdered this episode. <laughs> there we go. That's the show title right go. there. And we're yeah. not even talking about Zombieland. Anyway. 
Anyway, in case you couldn't figure it out from those wonderful clues that Mike gave you, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk clues. about clues. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Amazon Lord of the Rings series that's coming out. And in fact, Amazon has already ordered two full seasons of the show. Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so this show will not be a retelling of the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings or Speaking Tolkien's which, hmm? Chris, Christopher Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien's son just passed away. Yes. Sorry. That's right. Sorry to interrupt on that. No, that was appropriate. Um, and it will also not be a retelling of J.R.R. Tolkien's original three book saga. Um, but something completely different. And uh, they have put out an official cast list for the series, which will include such names as Robert Ar- Arma- Armeo, Owain Arthur, Nazanin Boniati, Tom Budge, Morfid Clark, Ismail Cruz Cordova, Ima Horvath, Markella Kavanaugh, Joseph Mall, uh, Tyro Muf- M- Muhafadin, Sophia Namvate, Megan Richards, Dylan Smith, Charlie Vickers, and Daniel Wayman. So, nice set of names there. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they went, the producers went on an extensive global search for the cast, which is interesting. Um, yes, also, indeed. Which, which is kind of cool is there's no like big name celebrity star, which I kind of like that. Um, so it'll be a, a bunch of lesser known actors and actresses. So that kind of that will help you. Um, that'll help me at least right. with the, you know, I won't get distracted by like, oh, there's so and so or so and so. Yeah, I always prefer that. Um so, although some of the actors like Robert Armeo played the young Ned Stark um, in Game of Thrones, the later seasons of it. Um, and Joseph Maul has also been in Game of Thrones as Benjamin Stark. Uh, Morfid Clark has been in his Dark Materials. Uh, Nazanin Boniati has been on shows such as Homeland scandal and even how i met your mother so there's you know they've been around a bit but they're not big names so that that's good okay uh i guess back to me yes i'm looking forward to that lord of the rings show yeah. i'm very interested in it see i was kind of turned off by the hobbit when they took yeah i mean i'm sorry one movie for each one of the three books of lord of the rings and then we're gonna do three movies to tell the hobbit right and stretch it out when it did not need to be two films maybe not three three. yeah unfortunately and and you could have you could have made the halfway point the big battle right so um but i guess the uh the final end game is internal oh that was smoother (laughs) <laughs> was it? Yes, much as, smoother. <laughs> as 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 smooth as a weightlifter after his after getting his butt waxed. Uh. <laughs> okay, not that smooth. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm stay away from that one. <laughs> 
What you mean? Um, Walt Disney Studios released a preview of their uh, entire 2020 film slate Tuesday morning, um, this past Tuesday morning, and included a expanded synopsis of the of Eternals, ah. uh, which ties in the events of the. F- of the film directly to Avengers Endgame and indicates it's calling mm. plot elements from Neil Gaiman's 2008 series. So oh, here's the excellent. synopsis. Marvel Studios Eternals. See, I can't figure out. They say the Eternals, but the picture, all, all the pictures and logos just say Eternals. Yeah, it's just Eternals as far as I know. Uh, features an exciting new team of superheroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ancient aliens who've been living on Earth in secret for thousands of years. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, an unexpected tragedy forces them out of the shadows to reunite against mankind's most ancient enemy, the Deviants. Uh, this outstanding ensemble cast include uh, Richard Madden as Icarus, Gemma Chan as Cersei, uh, Kamal Nanjimini as Kingo, Lauren Ridloff as Makari, Brian Tree Henry as Fastos, Selma Hayek as uh, Ajak, Leia McHugh as um, Don Lee, or as Sprite, Don Lee as Gilgamesh, Brian Keoghan as Druig, and Angelina Jolie as Thena. Kit Harrington as Dane Whitman. This, this, this is. I still, I'm still shocked that they're doing a movie for the Eternals. But is, is this pretty, one? Is this one that you expect to be just a one and done for them? And the characters then become uh, ensemble characters in other films, in other films, as needed. Kind of. Um, yeah, I could totally see that that happening. You think that's what should have been done with the Inhumans as well? Just a film like originally was supposed to be to introduce them and then. Yeah. Yeah. You mean other than the weird mini series that we got? Yeah. Yeah. Which they should have done two subplot, two different mini pods. Mm. Since that's the term they're quoting, doing two mini pods of four episodes each. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. With with, with a totally different major plot line connecting the whole all th- you know, all eight episodes. Mm. So um and then the, the final story I've got is New Mutants. And I'm just jumping into this because we talked about it over on uh on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks last week, so go check out this theory. Um New Mutants, um let me go with the theory that I put out there. So well, how cool would it be if New Mutants was part of the MCU since Feige has had his hand reworking it since Fox took over or since the Disney purchase of Fox? And originally this was a movie that was supposed to be canned, but just never got canned because the movie wasn't completely finished at the time of, of purchase. Right. I mean, principal photography was done, but there were still post doing post-production mm-hmm. and it was too late for, for x-men Lightbird to, to do its thing which or, i still have or, not seen yet don't i did watch mm. dead bird rising it was did you? it was it was not good mm. um but i mean it was already too late at that point in time when the sale was finalized so you had to let dead bird rising go mm. um 
but new mutants they could have let go. Now, it's being suggested that in Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're going to go to Stryker's base, where we see, of course, which is where Wolverine's created. Right. That they're going to use that, and they're and they're they're going to, so Stryker comes into the MCU somehow, but still possibly no mutants. Okay. Mm. Well, New Mutants takes place at a secret, private, insane asylum. Right. I have stated, what if it was actually government run or run by Stryker funded by the government? And that because of that, this is how we bring mutants into the MCU. That could work. So that was last Thursday when we recorded and we talked about this. And like I said, go listen to last week's episode to hear my entire theory as I as I have stated it. Um, so what happened last Friday? Was it either last Friday or last Saturday? Well, the D23 newsletter came out and said New Mutants was part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, I knew none of this because I'm not privy to a lot of this at work. I'll admit <laughs> that. Um, but... Within hours after that newsletter came out, Disney even backtracked and corrected. Um, so, yeah, didn't they take it down? They took it down, and I don't think it ever came back up and never mentioned anything about being part of the MCU. Mm. But they went to full-blown detail to have one of their people write up a story, mm. which you know that person most likely conferred with folks at Marvel Studios about it and tied it into the MCU. So why would they pull it so quick? Could that be a spoiler to the film? Did something get leaked that shouldn't have? Possibly. Well, what you going to do? There's a fan theorist on Reddit that posts that there's, there's and it's gaining some traction. Uh, the fan theory suggests Nick Fury could pop up in the movie's post credit scene exactly like he did in the closing moments of Iron Man. <laughs> and that's how they do this. I What I need to do is I need to go in and find this post on fan theories and go, you want another fan theory? Listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> put up the episode for we be or for mighty marvel geeks because <laughs> i want to know just when did this theory start and did we technically beat them to the punch so that's that so at this point in time any final thoughts mm, nope i got nothing sorry i missed that the dog beckoned <laughs> i have nothing you have nothing i have nothing it's a nothing type of night <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is why we married this episode. <laughs> so it's not the prettiest looking episode, but hey, who cares? So uh, I guess on that note, there's only one thing left to do. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. You owe me for one jelly donut! <laughs> <laughs>